this is a special podcast. We are here. You have lipstick all over your teeth. Yep. All over your teeth. I wish some of it was on me, but... Well, you talked um, a lot of shit for yes. the last 45 minutes. Well, it, for those of you that are watching at home, we are in front of a thousand people in Corpus Christi, Texas. Yes. In, in the Concrete Street Pavilion, doing a very special show. Why? Because this is home. We're home for the holidays. This, this is, is home. Cool. Thank so, you, guys. Uh, it'll always be home. I had, um, I had such a moment, you know, uh, uh, being born and raised in, in Gregory, Portland. And I am one of those people that is definitely Gregory, Portland. Uh, I spent a lot of my life living in Portland. And then, uh, yep. And then my, my, my parents got a divorce. And I ended up moving to Gregory with my dad and my stepmom. And I drove by the house in Gregory. And I just had a, a moment, you know. Sometimes you come home. And, and by the way, those of you that are original South Texas people, do we even recognize our town anymore? It is unbelievable all the change. I didn't know. used to know street names. I would just like know places based on, well, the Whataburger's there and the Taco Bell's there and the Pizza Hut's there. And it looks so different. No, it looks, it looks crazy different. And especially, you know, Gregory's so generic. <laughs> like, at least Portland names their streets. Fucking Gregory is like A, B, C, D. Like, I lived on Avenue D, actually. You lived on Avenue D? I lived D? on Avenue D, yeah. Oh, you did live in Gregory for a little while. I was the reverse of you. I was Gregory a lot of, A lot of people don't know that Renee's uncle helped invent the Hano music. Her uncle is Ricky y La Movida Band. And, and yeah, they started right out of Gregory, Texas. Selena used to open for your uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right out of Greg. So, yes, we're both from Gregory, Portland. Uh, but I, just, I come home, and, and I will say this. It, it, I know there's a lot of new people moving into town. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> people in South Texas are good, hardworking, honest people. You know, and that's what I love. Yeah. I, I'll tell you this story. This is how I met um, Roger Kreger. I was, I was a huge fan of Roger yeah. for a couple reasons. His music's amazing, and, and he also made it out of Teloso Midway, and, and I, yeah, there's three from Teloso, there's three. <laughs> I heard him. And, and if they could play football, they'd be from Cal Allen. <laughs> but since they can't play football, they left them in Teloso, so. And they can't play baseball, because if they could, they'd go to Robstown, so. Uh, what were we talking about? Um, oh, so just so you guys know, I, I, I filmed a special for um, um, Showtime, and I wanted to get, my goal has always been to represent South Texas, to always, always represent Tex-Mex and what that means to me. You know, and Tex-Mex to me is, is something special and it's something different. You know, what, I always tell people like, it, only in South Texas do rednecks speak Spanish. Because they're married to Mexican chicks. You know, you go up to a redneck, like, hey, how you doing? Aquí nomás, buddy. Aquí nomás. Hey, you're going to drink tonight? A huevo. A huevo. But in South Texas, if you ask somebody, you go, hey, man, are you drinking? They go, nah, man, just beer. <laughs> 
But uh, I, I reached out to Roger Kreger and his team, and I said, hey, I really want to put Rancho Grande at the end of my special. <clears throat> and Roger, being a South Texan, immediately he goes, absolutely. Now, the weirdest part, the first time I meet Roger Kreger, he was playing in Chicago with Kevin Fowler. And you happened to be performing in Chicago yep. at the same time. And I was performing in Chicago, and Roger says, come, come meet me and Kevin. So I go to this place called Joe's. I hang out with those guys. Yeah, you know Joe's? Yeah, Chicago. And uh, Roger goes, hey man, you want the song? It's yours. You want to use it? It's yours. I said, man, thank you, Roger. I really appreciate that. So I go back to Hollywood, and I go, guys, Roger said we could have the song. Yeah. And the guys go, uh, okay, well, where's the paperwork? We, we need it in writing. I go, I go, paperwork? I go, motherfucker, we're Texans. <laughs> That's right. Yes. When a Texan shakes your hand, that is a fucking contract. They didn't believe me. <laughs> yes, but can we get it in writing? They go, can we get it in writing? And for a long time, it, 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 it wouldn't come. And I, and I said, guys, I go, you got to So then Roger's people are calling me. They're like, what the fuck, man? Tell these Hollywood fucks that you're good. And I go, I go, I told them they're good. They need it in writing. So Roger signs a fucking paper that says, we're good. Rancho Grande, fucking Roger Kreger. And sends it off. <clears throat> And that was the beginning uh, of me and Roger Craig's relationship. Yeah. We had to go to Cowboys Dance Hall to film it. We filmed it. <laughs> the Showtime special did amazingly well. And I said, I'm not going to do another special unless I can do it at home in Corpus Christi, Texas. And yep, Roger, Roger has to be a part of it. So we filmed Relatable uh, with Roger Kreger. And because of that, it went viral, and here we are today. Yeah. So big thank you to South Texas and Roger Kreger. So it's, it's, it's always good to come home, and then Roger and I were talking, and I hope you guys will participate next year. Uh, we, we did a fishing tournament this morning with our friends, and I want to make it an annual event where me and Roger come down, we do a fishing tournament, we raise money for our veterans, because give it up to the men and women who serve our country. Yeah. Um, and we had, we had, we had uh, three teams go out today. Yeah. And uh, uh, Stevie Cardenas won the, the biggest redfish, right? And then who ended up winning the biggest trout? Billy Mac. Billy Mac. Yeah, there's a Billy over there. He hangs, he hangs out with the Cardenases. <laughs> Goddamn Billy. Hey, hey, get my chanclas. We're going out. I'm going to wear my chanclas. I was very disappointed in Pat today. Pat usually, he usually delivers the big fish, uh, but we ended up having a $500 prize tonight from Aztec Chevrolet, so give Aztec Chevrolet a big round of applause, our, our sponsor, yep. But next year, we're gonna grow it bigger. So uh, let's get started. We want, Renee and I would like to fight your fight. Uh-oh. So if anybody, ladies especially, what are the things that drive you crazy about your husband? Raise your oh, hand. Oh, right here, right away. Oh, she's already like, motherfucker, let me talk to you. Let me tell you. Okay, we got one right over there, Dave. Come on up right to the front there. here. It's like Jerry Springer. You got to come up. 
And you look, you look very lovely, oh, young lady. Like Give her a round of applause. She looks nice. And where are you from? You live in Portland with, with your fiance. fiance. Oh, these motherfuckers aren't getting married after this shit. Where? <laughs> Yes, what is your question for us? Oh, no, no. oh well, what drives you crazy? Um, he leaves his clothes by the bed when he goes to sleep. He takes his clothes off and leaves behind the bed all day. All day. So I have to come home to the clothes sitting in the Look at Nina's like, that shit don't change. She just... There will always be chonies by the toilet. So that, that drives you crazy? Yes, it I swear, these 20th century women. We have the robot that vacuums. Hey, why don't you go ask my mom the vacuum cleaner that she had that was 98 fucking pounds that she had to push around the house. But so the Roomba comes and it gets stuck on his underwear. Not because of the vacuum, but because of the shit on the underwear. Okay, let me ask you this. Have you talked to him about it? We have, actually. You've had a discussion, and what does he say? Wait, oh, I want to know what she said first. What did oh. you say? Um, <laughs> I don't really know if I want to say what I said. Hey, you're up here. You are fucking here. <laughs> I just asked him to pick his stuff up. And he said, okay, and we'll have the How did you say it? She you wants... Said- Is yes. that what you said? I said, I'm not going to clean up after you go and go to sleep or whatever, and then I have to come home and pick your stuff up. <laughs> okay, now. The only thing that I want is you to pick your clothes up so the room would get stuff. <laughs> so, pick this shit up. Is that what she said to you, sir? That's what she said. Right, and then, hold on. So, so then what, it, what it, I want to know what he said. So then what did you say? Yeah, come on up here. His hand is broken. And you fucking broke his hand? So then what so then what did you say? But not the one you wear the ring on, just so we're clear. I said yes, ma'am. You said yes, ma'am, and then didn't do it. No, I did it. So you've been picking it up. So has he been picking it up? Is it, does he pick it up sometimes? Uh, maybe like once out of a year. That's a no, sir. That's a no, sir. Has he made a little bit of an effort? Because <laughs> <laughs> what you have to understand, ladies, is that us men, we are always ready and prepared. So when I go to bed, I take off my jeans with my knife, with my wallet, with my handkerchief, with everything in it, and I leave it in the boots. That way, if shit goes down, I'm like a fireman. I put that shit on, and I'm fucking protecting the house. No, that is an excuse. At some point, you gotta wash the damn bed. That's not an excuse. She gets mad because I leave my underwear. So when I take a shit, I shower. You too. Because I don't know how to wipe my ass right. So, yeah, you don't even have a hand to wipe it. (laughs) 
He's been jacking off left-handed lately. <laughs> I was gonna say, maybe he wouldn't have to if he picked his clothes up off the floor. Oh, so no. When I take a shit, I shower, so I take, and by the way, when I shit, I have to have all my clothes off. I don't know about you. Am I the only one? I gotta be completely naked to shit, or I can't shit. I have to TikTok, I'm naked, I TikTok. Some of you read my Instagram posts and they're from me shitting. <laughs> Just so you guys know. Uh, give them a round of applause for being brave enough to come out, yes. Okay, who's next? That was a good one. But, but I will tell you this, you guys are just engaged. I will tell you, don't sweat the small stuff. Does he work hard? Is he loyal? Does he put you first? Be a happy girl. That's a good man. You can train him how to buy good gifts. You can what? I said you can train him how to buy good gifts. You can, yeah, just buy her shit. <laughs> Who's got another question? That was a good one. I like that one. That was a good one. Yeah. Look, right here in the back. Y'all come on up. The microphone's up here. You got to come on up here. Oh, it's a man now. He's like, I got some shit. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. These ladies here. Come on up here, sir. First of all, where are you from, my friend? Where are you representing? Oh, shit. Kingsville in the house. Oh. We got any javelinas in the house tonight? Come on up here, my friend. We love Kingsville. Nice to nice meet you, to sir. Meet what's, you. Your, what's, your, what's your gripe? What's my gripe? Is your wife here? Yes. Yeah, she's back there. She's in her place over there. Where's your wife? Raise your... That is a man that has been married a very long time. That, that was my question. How long have you been married? 29 years. I could tell with the tone in his voice. All you young bucks, don't be talking shit like that. You got to go through a lot of shit in life before you can talk shit like that. I feel like she should get to come up, too. You want her to come up, yes, too? Come up here. Come on. I also want to make sure that everybody understands that this podcast is all over the world <laughs> and we are representing South Texas. Right? So don't let everybody see your H-E-B feet. H-E-B <laughs> flower bluff. Come on up here, hon. Make room for this young lady, please. Okay, so before she gets to talk, what's the gripe? What, what drives you crazy? Right, we've been married 29 years. 29 years, yes, sir. It's been hard. It's hard. My only gripe is the freaking ultimatum. The ultimatum. Tell me about the ultimatum. Which one? Okay, back in 92. 92? <laughs> Jerry Springer. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, let him talk. Let him talk. 92. I had just, in 92, I had come back from the service, right? Okay, Thank I, you for your service. Marine Corps. Ooh, oh! 
God bless you. And uh, so, you know, I thought I had already fought the war, right? <laughs> this is my 15 minutes of fame, brother. No, no, no. So, it was December. Actually, it was December. It was December. Yeah, it was, it was December. And it's like, uh, okay, where are we going with the relationship, right? Right. Okay, we either get married or we go our separate ways. And I'm like, I'm going to be homeless. <laughs> my, grand, my grandmother only had a few more years to live. I have, I, He's already living with grandma. So, so and I weighed my options. And now you're married. Okay, let her talk. Let's let her talk. Renee, hold on. Does this feel very similar? Ladies, by a show of hands, how many of you ladies gave him an ultimatum? Oh, wow. Yeah, she did. Ask him how long we've known each other. How long have you guys known each other? Since uh, the fifth grade. My mama has a saying. I told back then. <laughs> My mama has a saying. She well, says, shit or get off the pot. And all I'm saying is, why buy the cow if you get the milk for free? <laughs> we all got sayings. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, no, but hold on. So let me, let me ask you a question. So you've known each other since fifth grade. Yeah. Were but y'all weren't dating in no, fifth grade. No. When did you guys start dating? Till right before he left to the Marine Corps. So right before, so like yeah. senior year in high school? Yeah, first semester of college. And who hit on who? He did. He did. <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen her face. I did not hit on this boy. I'm, I do, I do good impressions. Let me do an impression of her. He did. <laughs> so he hits on you, but you know you're going to the Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah. And you wanted to be with her. Did, did I want to be with her? Okay, I was buying time. I was buying time, yes. But yes. So then he goes off to the Marine Corps. Yes. And back then, were you guys writing each other's letters? What the yes. fuck was happening? Yeah. Okay, so you're writing them letters. Because back then, there was no email, right? Right, so it was letters. And then he was um, desert. He served in Desert Storm. And I'd send him care packages. And I'm not a fool. He's an ass. And that's just, I mean, it's just like known. So we did our own thing. But when he would come home on leave, then we would. We would. We would, we would she went like this, and we would. You know, hang out. But then he was gone again. I can't wait for your kids to see this. Oh, it's going to kill me. And so we have grown daughters. So anyways, after he got out of the Marine Corps, served four years, got out. I was, had already started in my career. He was trying to figure out what he was going to do. And then we decided, okay, I'm like, okay, what's, what's up here? Was he living with you at that point, or he no, was at his grandma's? I had my own apartment. He was with his grandma. <laughs> I was in my own apartment. <laughs> and see how the options were just looking a lot better? I'm telling you, bro. 
<laughs> so it's like either we're getting married or we go our separate ways. There's and, and you're still bringing it up all these years later. He does. That's the only battle I got left to fight. <laughs> he says it's the best decision he ever made of his life. But I'll tell you this. Let me ask you this. Right? Number, num number one, number one, thank you for serving in Desert Storm, sir. Thank you. There's so many men and women from South Texas that have served this country proudly, and thank you for that, my friend, really. Number two, what's the secret to y'all's marriage? Because you guys seem to have a very good sense of humor and a very good relationship. She calls him on his shit. That's, that's, what it is. It, it, that's exactly what it is. It's being able to have a sense of humor, which I do have a sense of humor, but it's be able to laugh at, at your own fuck-ups. <laughs> I like the way he said, my own fuck-ups. <laughs> give them a round of applause. 29 years, thank you. That was awesome, that was awesome. And I'm telling you, know you know what's crazy, Renee? Like, you know, we, we, were, we were talking about this, you know, before, and I don't know how we ended up talking about it, but we were talking about harboring shit. Oh yeah, how you like hold on to shit for a really long time. Renee and I both are bad about harboring shit. You know, this guy's talking about 19 fucking 92. <laughs> but, I, but I think that we have learned in our relationship, like you gotta move on. Yeah. You, you gotta leave shit in the past and you gotta move on. And I think me and you have learned that lesson somewhat. Well, there's some things we're just never gonna agree on. Exactly, ever. Uh, let's take another question from this beautiful audience. We got a, uh, there's one right there. He's been waiting. That guy has been waiting. His wife just gave me a look like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> she looked at him like, why are you raising your hand? <laughs> They're uh, arguing right now. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you from, sir? Oh, AP in the house. The Rams is passed, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Look at his white boots. Those are AP ropers. Rans is passed in the house, my friend. What is, yes sir, what is the gripe? What's my gripe? Yeah, what, what do you guys fight about? Uh, her face is, did we get her face on camera? <laughs> like earlier he had a gripe, I, they I talked. I don't even want to say nothing. I'm earlier scared. they had a gripe, they talked, and then he was like, I don't got shit to say, man. I, <laughs> I have zero problems, zero. I actually, I actually raised my hand for her. Oh, so she has a gripe, come on up here, whoa. What was that? Did we lose a light? Do what? A light blue. Yeah, I told you, Renee's a fucking witch, bro. <laughs> that shit. Did you see what happened? Uh, bring her up here. Get your ass up here. How long, how long, how long have you guys been married? Why you gotta ask that, man? I'll ask her. How long have you guys been married? Since 2009. So we've been together since 2006. Oh, you've been together since 2006. See, she brought that shit up too. We've oh. been together. <laughs> you trying to leave me. What's, what's the big gripe? We don't have a big gripe. We just wanted to tell you that we love you guys. We love you. Yes. We love you. Oh. And he, my husband's a veteran. God bless you, man. Thank you. I got a gripe, though. Well, you know, I, I got a gripe, though. I got a, he's like, hold on. I got some shit to say. I got some shit. <laughs> Well, you know what? Let's do this. I will let you guys ask me and Renee a question. Okay. I don't know. 
Whatever you want. You're on the podcast every damn day. Because I listen to you guys on your podcast every Friday. But you know what? And, and, and Renee Thank and I, you, you know, we, we, we set out to be very honest on the podcast and very real. Mm -hmm. And we didn't know if it was going to succeed. We didn't know we were going to fight so much in front of people. Well, you see, we're we, the same way. And everybody thinks I'm mean to him, but I act just like you. Okay. Everybody likes Captain Evil. Is this a gripe or a question? No. When I'm out on the weekends in the yard, I mow the yard, mow the yard, get everything fucking perfect, and then I turn the sprinklers on. And then I take a picture, a selfie. Right, with the yard. But then I just get everything cut. There comes a time in a man's life. And I, and I know you like yards. When all the we only have place is the he's allowed yard. to make decisions is the yard. Yeah, all we have is the fucking yard. <laughs> and Renee almost figured it out. She goes, wait a minute. You're out there on the fucking riding lawnmower for two hours by yourself. Nobody's bothering you? She's like, fuck that. I want to do it. I'm like, no, bitch. <laughs> that is my time. That is my time. And I want yard of the month. Yard of the month, right here. We're working on that. No, but there comes a time in a man's life where we know that the whole neighborhood is in a grass competition. Nobody really fucking talks about it. But all of you that have a shitty yard, we fucking know where you live. And we all talk about your shitty yard. And everybody thinks you're a lazy piece of shit. Thank you so much. Aww, thank you. Uh, so, uh, with that being said, I will let somebody ask a question. If you have a question for me and Captain Evil, bring it up here very quickly. Yeah, right there. We have a question right there. Oh, really? From Stevie? I have a question. The wifey has a question. Yes. No, you don't have a question. Your wife has a question. <laughs> oh, you're going to hand her the microphone. Yeah. Renee. What uh -oh. the fuck? So, as you know, we, we do everything. Yes. And it goes unnoticed. It does. Until uh -huh, there's no undershirts or clean underwear where they should be, or socks match, where's all my socks? Well, there's a fucking pile right there if you want to fucking do your own together. damn laundry actually i told him that in the car on the way over here. i didn't shit on your underwear hold you on did. first of all first <laughs> stevie apparently you shit your underwear <laughs> no but what you ladies don't understand is i don't give a fuck if my socks match at all you know what I do? I find a sock I like, and I buy 50,000 pairs of them, and I, I wear them until they die. Same with my underwear. She will try to throw until away throw my underwear. Out. I find my underwear in the trash, and let me tell you something, ladies. I well, will wear my underwear so. until the elastic has given the fuck up, and I have to pull them above my belt so that my belt also holds my underwear up. Next question, yes sir. This is gonna, uh, uh, Rick, I hope you're gonna find a way to make this work. This has been the craziest shit. I was not expecting this at all. It is awesome, yes sir. Hey. Well, one thing, uh, Renee, you love baseball? I love baseball, yes sir. Renee. I enjoy baseball. I love watching my son play baseball. All right, good. Steve, uh, last, excuse my voice. Uh, basically, last time you said that when you were going to go to the Astros game, 
You get all defeated about that, right? Yep. Because you wanted to go with the boys, yep. right? Were you able to go to game six? Yes. And? You know, I, I will tell you this, man. I, uh, she was, it was really cool because a lot, of, a lot of people don't realize that when I do these jokes on stage, I'm not talking to y'all. I'm hoping that she's listening to what I'm saying and that she's going to change. Now, here is what's really cool. So for those of you guys that don't know, I do love baseball. She ruined my trip to baseball years ago. Now, I, I get a phone call from the MLB and the MLB tells my managers and my agents, they say, we would like to have Steve Trevino at game six of the Astros World Series, right? Two tickets, yes. And I, I, I looked at Renee and I said, hey, I have these two tickets to game six of the World Series and I love this girl because she looked at me and she goes, take your dad, take your dad. Yeah. And the older we get, the more fragile we know life is and we really try to find moments with the people that we love. And baseball, is some, baseball and boxing are something that me and my dad both really enjoy. So my wife gave me the gift of spending the day with my dad at game six to watch the Astros lose. Awesome, awesome, <laughs> awesome. So. Where were you sitting? Because I was there. Were you there? Yeah. You know, and, and what was really cool was, you know, my dad has had a, a, a really hard time with his health. My dad has been very grumpy and unhappy, but that day, he was happy. That day, me and him had a wonderful day. Yep. And uh, your precious wife gave him a gift. I, 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 remember, I remember all the Astros fans leaving when they lost, and I looked at my dad, I said, hey, do you wanna leave? And my dad said, all my life, I have seen people win World Series on TV. He said, I wanna see it live. And me and my dad sat there together, father, son, and watch somebody win a World Series. And it was just beautiful. And, and I, I thank my wife for letting me do that. Which, by the way, I had better seats than Jason Aldean. Just so you know. Jason Aldean was run row behind me. And I'm like, hey, bitch. And last but not least, yes. we talk about uh, Portland with a good football program. The baseball program is really, really good also. No, you know, man, uh, South Texas has amazing baseball. I'm so proud of Jose Trevino, who's playing for the uh, Texas Rangers. Rangers right now. You know, um, it, 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 we don't, when you leave South Texas, you start to realize how good of baseball players we have here. And by the way, minor league baseball, the Hooks have the best fans in the fucking world, man. They have the best fans in the world. You know, and I tell people all the time, growing up in South Texas, with all these, and, and, I mean, fucking Moody and Robstown and all these baseball, you know, Gregory Portland did an amazing job this year, sitting in Texas, you know. And what's fun, what's fun is you get older, you see your friend's kids playing ball, and then you go root for your friend's kids, you know. What, what is really fun, as an umpire for 30 years, I get to see these future prospects every Thank season. you for being an umpire, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's take, uh, let's take one more question, and then we have to wrap it up, because my friend Roger Kreger is going to come up. Um, there's one right over there, this young lady, right here, David J. Come on up, come on up. And where, where are you representing? Where are you from? 
I am originally from Canada. Canada, welcome. But welcome. I love Texas. I love it here, and I'm never going back to Canada. Welcome. But I would like to say that my husband, I've been trying to think of things that have been bugging me about him, and I can't even say it. He cooks, he cleans, he works. He uh, brings me breakfast in bed. I'm like, what the hell? I don't know what to say. Is he available? Right? It's that sexy man right there. He's a badass. And I've been trying to think of stuff, and I can't. I mean, so, hold on. So he could. See, I do nothing. I hold don't on. know what the hell I okay, do. Okay, you do nothing. No, I do do it. Finally, a, lot, a woman that admits that she does nothing. Thank you. Hey, I just work out, you know, and I have blonde hair from Canada. That's all I got. <laughs> That guy does a lot of stuff. He's where, awesome. Where, where is he from? He is from, um, I mean, he's South Texas everywhere. Mathis, Orange Grove. Mathis in the house. Yeah, he uh, played football at Kingsville University. Where so, did, where did how you, long have you been married? We've been married for almost seven years. Now, where did you awesome. find a fucking Canadian? Hello, yes. Most people find people from the south border, not the north border. Hey, a Canadian that can speak Spanish. Hello, that's extra. That's you were extra. like, fuck that border. I'm going to that border. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I can't, I can't say anything about it. That's why I want to say that. Like, I, I was trying to think of something that I could think of that, you Whoa, know, what, what kind fuck? of downgrade. I'm like, this guy's a badass. Ladies. I can't say anything. So I thought... Hey, I love you. Should, you. Yeah, that's badass, right? You're amazing. I'm going to find a Canadian. Fuck yeah, this she, shit. He drugged her. Go Canada. She's, she's amazing. She's like, my <laughs> husband is amazing. And the rest of you bitches like, fuck my husband. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that asshole works at Sitco. He don't do shit. <laughs> yeah. So I want to shout out to all the husbands that actually do stuff and actually are there for their kids and their wives. Y'all are badasses. There are wives that's, that appreciate you guys, okay? We do appreciate you I will tell you, you this. That's what I love about South Texas. One thing I learned about South Texans and what I learned by living here and growing up here and having a father from here is that every man in this room puts their wife and kids first. Yeah, definitely. Every man. Love Texas. Badass. A lot yeah. of good men here in South Texas. Absolutely. So give all the good men a round of applause, Absolutely. guys. Give them a round of applause. The Canadian women are coming down here to South Texas. Tell you that. All right, one more question, because that shit was horrible. We're, uh... We got to end on a good question. Where's Felipe? That motherfucker. Oh, okay. Who's... You got a question? Right here. Right here. Yep. West Oso? No, Miller. Miller. Have y'all ever contemplated divorce as a married couple? Have we ever contemplated divorce? And if I'm being honest, and I am always honest on this podcast, early on... I would get pissed off and I would say, fuck this shit, I'm gonna get a divorce. And my wife stopped me one time and she goes, I want you to notice something. She goes, I never say that to you. She goes, I am in it to be in it forever. She goes, you're, she goes, you're the one that threatens it, not me. And she taught me the lesson. And now, now I never use that word and we have decided not to use that word. And I tell people all the time, you know, I, it, we have problems. And just because we have problems doesn't mean we're gonna get a divorce because we have kids. We're still gonna have problems. She's still in my life. But now I have to marry somebody else that got a divorce and they had problems. And then she has to marry somebody else that got a divorce and they have problems. And we really, now we involved everybody and everybody's fucking problems. 
The way me and my wife look at it is, we'll just stay together and keep our problems to ourselves and ruin our own lives. Well, <laughs> well Steve, the only reason I ask you because, damn it, if the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl this year, I ain't going to be able to put up oh, with that shit all year. <laughs> All right. With that being said, I would like to invite somebody on stage. If you follow my podcast, if you follow me, uh, none of this comes without us trying to do something good. Now, Helicopters for Heroes, I'm proud to say that last year we raised half a million dollars at Helicopters for Heroes. We always give it up to the men and women who serve our country. So if you served our country, raise your hand because you deserve a huge round of applause. Raise your hand. Thank you. Now, the veterans, the veterans are always on my mind, but recently I, I, I made some new friends a couple years ago. They got me involved with something that is so beautiful. I'd like to invite John Frost up here. Come on up here, John, where are you at? These boys for Driscoll Children's Hospital, with my help, we raised $150,000 for Driscoll Children's Hospital. How are you, my buddy? Can I sit on your lap or what? Um, why don't you tell us, you know, we're having such a hard time, guys, and I need your help. And I know that you're willing to help. Um, we convinced Aztec Chevrolet to give us a Camaro. I don't know if you saw it when you walked in. Every penny that you, you, you buy a raffle ticket is going to go to the children at Driscoll's Children's Hospital. Tell us a little bit about it, John. Uh, so what we do is we actually have a hot rod run. We've been doing it for 10 years. This, this last year was our, our 10 year and we ended with a banquet, which Steve came and performed. We had a, a huge turnout. It was amazing. We raised $150,000 with Steve's help. We donated 100,000 of that straight to Driscoll. So this year, we, like he said, Aztec stepped up. They gave us the Camaro on the contingency of, hey, you pay us when, when y'all raise enough money. So my company, Premier Wraps, we stepped up, we wrapped the car, we put wheels and tires on it, we put a wrap on it, we put diamond stitch leather interior in it to make it a custom car. You're not just buying a, a, a random car, it's a, it's a custom well, car. Well, they're not just buying it, it's a, if you win, you paid $100 uh, to win it. You paid 100 bucks. And not only that, you have four other prizes beside that, $5,000 cash, a hunting rifle, a uh, toolbox, or a Yeti collection. So um, you can go to either Hobbs Hot Rod Run CC on Facebook, or premierhobsfoundation.com. You can buy a ticket there. No, 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 John. No, no, no. Let's do it right here. Okay. Where, where here. are you located? We're, we're right behind the old car. The, you can see the Camaro. It's blue. Lights are flashing on it. Come get a ticket. Raise your hand if you got $100 for the children of Driscoll Children's Hospital. Raise your hand. I and can always count on Dawson's recycling. Well, I yes. have to say Dawson came up and he bought $2,500 worth just a little $2,500 worth. So... We appreciate them. They're a huge sponsor. They've been a sponsor for almost 10 years now. So we've already raised 2,500. I would like to see us raise another 2,500 before we leave here tonight. So please, please go and visit John over there. Get your ticket because it means the world. Uh, thank you, John. Give John appreciate a big round it, guys. of applause. Thank you. South Texas, me and my wife are from here. This will always be our home. We love you so very much. Enjoy Roger Craiger. I'm Steve Trevino. God bless you. Good night. Thank